Hi, I'm Kate Walsh, and you're listening to Radio 8-Ball with Andras Jones. Radio 8 Ball, the show where we answer questions by picking songs at random and interpreting those randomly chosen songs as the answers to the questions, like picking musical tarot cards. I'm your host, Andras Jones, hanging out here at Starburns Industries with the fabulous Isaac O'Patz. Hello. Sorry, I kind of phased that. Well, that sounds good. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. And now we are joined on the line from outside of the studio. We'll find out where by another one of your compatriots, your musical peers, people you felt would, uh, would reveal something about your music and just the, the musical scene that you travel in. Welcome to Radio 8 Ball for the first time, Christy Hayes. Oh, I'm so happy to be here. It's great I love to... the intro, too. Excellent. Well, where, where are you, where are you uh, calling us from? Where are we calling you at? Austin, Texas. Austin, Texas. A town... Where it's impossible to find good music. Wait, no, oh, yeah. no, Horrible. you can't. It's a, it's a, it's a music hub. One of those. We were just talking about Memphis, and Austin is another one of those towns that's just. Uh, I don't know. I, I maybe if, if there are people outside of the music scene that don't have this reaction, but to me, you hear Austin, you think about music. And are you a? Mm-hmm. You, are you? You're a. You're a, you're a performing musician there. You actually playing a gig tonight. I am, yeah. I have to get the sound check soon. So, <laughs> where are you? Uh, where are you playing? Uh, I'm playing at a place called the ABGB. ABGB. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Is there a South Austin? Yeah. BBGB somewhere? There, well, there was a yeah. <laughs> there should be. CBGB, ABGB. <laughs> Did you ever play uh, CBGBs or CB's Gallery in New York before they closed? I didn't. No. Oh. No. Do they have country did music? I did play CB's Gallery. I didn't play C. I, I had a weird. So I was touring. I had a tour. The my last big tour, big for me, uh, started on September first, two thousand one. Wow! It uh. was a forty day tour. Forty date tour. 
of starting in Canada, going through the Midwest, the Southeast, and up the East Coast. And wow. it was for a record called A Curmudgeon for All Seasons, which was a record of anti-holiday songs, very, very anti-patriotic <laughs> songs. Yeah. And, of course, something happened 10 days into my tour. It changed oh the world forever. And I had people saying, you got to come home. And I was like, no, no, this is when I'm needed out on the road. Uh. And I was surprised. For the most part, no one gave me any. I, the only place where people gave me any crap was in Philadelphia, which I was surprised hmm. after playing mm-hmm. through, like, a lot of areas, like Cleveland, like Midwest, so- Southeast. Mm-hmm. You'd think I would get some guff. But people were pretty just like, oh, cool. Yeah, I get it. Whatever. Uh. Uh, but my point is, it, one of the last show was at CB's Gallery. And I was there, and I was playing my set, and afterwards, do you know the director, Tony Kay? He directed uh, American History X with Edward oh, Norton. Yeah, I, know that, I know that movie, yeah. So he was there, dressed as Osama bin Laden, and oh he got on stage after and was just set, and he's a very erudite Englishman, and he's like... So I was just thinking that it would be odd if I were to walk around the streets of New York City and then show up on stage here dressed as this and see how people reacted. It was like two weeks later? <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> and again, people were not, re- you know, it was not, uh, it was not, again, it was, it was seen as, as an art thing and people were not losing their shit about huh. it. Uh, but so that that was my when you asked me that was my experience of CB's gallery. Uh, it was if CB's gallery was like this much sort of like sort of a posh like we think of. I never got to play CBGB's, which it was grungy and dirty as as fuck. And this was more like you know it was just sort of it was just like playing in a cafe in probably Austin or yeah. Memphis. Yeah. So anyway, so um, you're so you're playing at BBG ABGB's tonight, and are you playing yeah. solo? Or are you playing? It's your own set. Your own your singer-songwriter thing or with a band or what? No, I'm, I'm playing with my band. It's kind of my last show in town before I go back to Montana in the summer. Oh, so everyone's everyone's leaving town. This is Isaac's last gig in L.A. To So is there something that happens in Missoula that just calls you back? Like the, <laughs> the sun comes like out. Like an it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just... It's, well, that, oh, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I mean, just once... Spring rolls around; it's the best place in the world to be. Montana, in general, I think anywhere above, you know, the 45th parallel. Uh, and Austin's going to get hot as hell. LA's going to get pretty hot. Mm-hmm. So, if you got the option, uh, and you have, you are of uh, limited means but unlimited freedom, uh, the way <laughs> we are, um, it makes sense. And you have, yeah. are, do you have family in Montana that you can stay with, Christy? Um, I actually, I, I, I own a couple of houses up there. Um, I'm working on starting a nonprofit up there in Butte. So I live kind of 100 miles uh, east of where Isaac is. Cool, cool. What What's the project that you're doing? Uh, Artists in Residence. Um, it's, for, it's for songwriters, writers, and composers to go to a house and be left alone and work by themselves. Oh, you said artists in residence. I thought you said arson's residence, and I was like, for people who are the victims oh, of arson. <laughs> it's like, is this a is this a big deal bad. in Butte? You have a lot of a lot of firebugs. <laughs> artists 
in residence. Okay. I'll be sure Good. to make a disclaimer. No yeah. residence yeah. in residence. Yes. <laughs> so, and what is the name of your band, Christy? Christy Hayes. Oh, okay. That's easy. Yep. That's easy. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I'll, and how many pieces in the band? Uh, four. There's a, we're usually a four piece. Sometimes five. Cool. And yeah. would it be possible maybe? You send me an, email, uh, an MP3 of one of your songs I can throw on the end of this podcast so when we finish up, people can hear what you sound like? Oh, totally. No Excellent. Excellent. Cool. Yeah. Well, why don't we get into the, to the musical divination here with Isaac Opaz. Awesome. What's your question for the Pop Oracle? This is so hard. It, is this supposed to be funny? No. No, <laughs> I mean, it, it, you know what? The answer will be funny. It all like there's the the synchronicity has a sort of a, a sense of humor to itself, and we have to have a sense of humor in, in interpreting it. But really, just the question should be something that you really want to know the answer to. I would say, have any of the questions? Actually, the only question that's been asked that was kind of funny was probably Albert's, and that wasn't that was like the weakest probably of the questions. Yeah. No offense, <laughs> sure. He was asking He's a question about really? toilets and didn't butts. Put too much thought to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So ask the question that's really close to your heart. Okay. Um... So, and, and this is, we're, it, we're kind of going by tarot card rules, so it can't be yes or no questions. Well, it the... could be, but sure. I mean, it's more, as okay. Caroline said, it's more interesting when it's okay. more open-ended. When it's, not, when it's not yes or no? Yes. Okay, well, I really want to know, should I ask it now? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. I really want to know if, um, within the next couple of years, if I'm going to be able to make more of my living off of my nonprofit and not being a full-time touring musician because it's, I'm losing my mind playing on the road so much. <laughs> Got it. Got it. Okay. Well, now to engage the Pop Oracle on your behalf, Isaac is going to pick a card, any card. Pick a card, any card. Pick a card. Song number six. Song number six, which is Limited Liability. Ooh. Whoa. Whoa. That's kind of perfect. (laughs) I did start an LLC. There you go. All right. Here comes the answer. She gave me love under the table I was hard up and not thinking straight I've been so long just dreaming of her ankles Unsocked and locked across the back of my waist She gave me love under the table She wouldn't even kiss me till I had her stay She kept her head on and made every way we went Feel like a sweet at the Super 8 
She drove 14 in a state that was to meet me with her Saying where she was going or why She wants to know that this is all off the record Because she hasn't quite made up her mind At first it thrilled me to be loving so recklessly But now it kills me when she closes her eyes Stating there by this kiss, you won't belong to me. I could have read the fine print a little closer, but I couldn't wait to click that little box that says I agree. Now she's got my number. She don't know me anything, anything, anything. She struck first like Jaws or Hirohito She dug her back against me in the back of my truck I just caught her and feelings came a-fueling And we were someplace different when we woke up She gave me love under the table She dropped a nonchalant to my sweaty palm I took it home under the light of day Saw that it was never really love at all Stating there by this kiss, you don't belong to me. I could have read the fine print a little closer, but I couldn't wait to pick that little box that says I agree. But now she's got my number, she don't know me anything, anything, anything. That was Limited Liability from Isaac <laughs> Opatz. The answer to Christy Hayes of the Christy Hayes Band's question. <laughs> Will she be able to make a living with her, uh, did you say nonprofit? Yeah. Yes. With your nonprofit, Limited Liability Corporation. <laughs> Uh, or because just living on the road is driving you crazy. So yeah. before we get into your interpretation, let's go to the horse's mouth, wow. the man who writes these clever <laughs> lyrics. I really, really dig your songwriting, man. I mean, the music is great, and then you you just, as uh, Malachi was saying, you, you sneak in these wonderful... I don't know, just some nerdy words that I love. The just Hirohito? The, the, Hirohi, the Jaws, the Hirohito thing. Yeah. And just like there's a, just, yeah, it's it's very thoughtful writing. And, uh, and it's, I guess it's like, it's the kind of thing, maybe this is what Malachi was talking about. A lot of times when you hear that kind of stuff, it seems a little bit try hard, but it doesn't feel try hard at all when you do it. So anyway, yeah, it's wonderful. You. So what did you, where did that song come from? 
came from a bike trip I went on with a, um, somebody that I'd had a uh, crush on for a long time. and All of your songs are about relationships. Yes. You know, all, everything so far. Everything so far, yeah. Do you have any songs that are not? Newer ones are not, yeah. And I'm, and it's kind of interesting. Sad. I'm sorry. No, it's good. <laughs> no, uh, it's good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, this is a bike trip with somebody, and I just felt like uh, by the end of it, she was... I was all in, and she was kind of uh, um, give me the time of day, but holding back. In a, and the the overarching metaphor was of like somebody who was, you know, putting themselves in a little bit, but wasn't like putting anything really valuable at stake in the terms of like emotionally. Uh, so I was like a little company that went bankrupt and got wiped out completely and she was a limited liability which is much smarter uh but emotionally it felt kind of tough got it yep uh, this seems foreboding well well that's that's his story but <laughs> yeah. we, but the thing is the wonderful thing about this format is that the author's intention is not really doesn't it's maybe interesting but it really doesn't have any bearing on our reading or doesn't have to have any bearing on our reading it's meaning mm-hmm for you could be something that's very well is going to be something that's very specific to you. So mm-hmm. were there any thing was there anything that you off the top of your head that you got out of how that song might relate to your question? Well, um I felt like it could it could lean a little bit more towards I have to be all in to make to be successful. That's kind of the message that I got from it. Hmm. Got it. And so which of these things do you feel all in on? I definitely feel all in on the project and the idea, but I split my time, and I have for many years, between Austin and Montana, and it's, it's, it can be hindering to not live in a place for more than six months at a time. Can only get so much done. Yeah. Wow, this has a deep resonance with our last uh, question with Caroline Keys. So, yeah, because she was talking about potentially splitting her time between Missoula and Memphis. Mm -hmm. So, and I I split my time between Olympia and Los Angeles. And so there's this whole Mm -hmm. theme of splitting time between beautiful places where there's not a lot going on. But people live in their lives, and then places where the go-getters go to get. Right. It's a musician's yeah. quandary too. Yeah, and especially I, not to like mm-hmm. jump in, Christian, your answer, but um, the and the, with a limited liability thing, it feels like music. It's such a scary thing to put um, all your weight on because it's a fickle business it's not a meritocracy yeah. it's not like if you work if yeah. you work hard and are good you will definitely succeed That's yeah it's not the case yeah. and it's almost like and then there's such judgment on like you put so much of yourself into it that it feels like there's a lot of judgment on it if you don't succeed so there's this real urge to like for me to put equal weight on like another foot like oh i'm doing music part-time if it doesn't work out mm-hmm. then i'm not gonna crash and burn but at the same time like and it doesn't have to be music at all could be this other project of yours and music is the mm-hmm. thing that you're kind of hedging your bets with um yeah but it's it's easy it's hard to not hedge your bets when your career is something that's so 
it's just has zero security in it. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. That's what's driven me to the, the whole the whole next phase in yeah. my life of doing something different. I still I always want to work in art. I feel like, but yeah, it's you're, you're absolutely right. Everything you said, there, Isaac. Now the law. There's something I find. I really like when this happens in a song and just in art in general. So you start off with this line that sounds like one thing, but it becomes something else. Like the someone says, she gave me love under the table. Yeah. And it sounds like it's some sort of sexy sexual thing or something yeah. like that. And then, mm-hmm. and, but then as you get to know the song and as you're in it, you realize that it, it it's this idea of like, like it's a you're being they're sneaking around with you basically mm-hmm. like it's all everything's mm-hmm. under the table and mm-hmm. so but to take that take that particular thing out of it although again i just i love when songs do that like sort of mm-hmm. troll i like when a songwriter trolls the audience and like gets them with some with their for their prurient interest yeah. and then smuggles in some other lesson or idea or thought nugget in there so Mm -hmm. uh but that idea the idea of something being under the table the idea like i I feel like there's very little for us that is not above the table like everything's there's a record of everything right yeah and so i was trying to think of which profession which is more sort of free like when I think I think when I think of under the table I think of free like when I worked as a bartender yeah. if I got tipped in cash that yeah, was great yeah. I loved it even more mm-hmm. like if you tip me do- if you if someone gave me t- a tip in for $20 or I got a check for $100 for some reason the $20 cash tip in my pocket yeah. felt like more than the $100 I was going to be getting at the end of the month mm-hmm. yeah and so I'm wondering for you is there something like when I think of touring, there is a kind of outlaw, free, under the radar kind of, you know, you don't want to be under the radar as, as, as an artist, but you are kind of, it's, you're out there, you're playing a club, people are paying cash to get in, someone's handing you that cash at the end, you're having real under the table experiences with people and with, mm-hmm. whereas, may, or is that maybe the case where you're thinking about this artist in residence thing, which feels when you think of under the table, what does that mean to you? Do, do you feel like that's a good thing or that's a, a dicey thing? What does it mean to you? I, well, I, I probably echoes like the, the, the way that I've been living my entire adult life uh, with very little commitment outside of my own wants. And, uh, I think that's kind of what it means to me. Like every everything that I do is somewhat under the table, except my taxes. Right. Even this show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you want to do things. You get to a point where you want to do things above board with everybody else during like business hours. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I always, I always see myself having a very uh, alternative lifestyle. I can't really, I can't really see myself going straight. At this point, um, whatever that means, I don't really want a nine to five job, kind of never have, but I do want a sense of stability that I don't have in my life and I haven't ever had. And I guess that's getting older, getting wistful about, you know, building things that have a little bit more concrete nature to them. 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, you got a gig to get to, Christy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I do. Under the table. At ABGB's. Uh-huh. People who are listening to this now will be kicking themselves saying, <laughs> why didn't I go out to that on April 27th? What the hell was I doing? Oh, I know. Where are you going to yeah, be in June? You, can we just go live for a minute? Yeah. Well, this will be well. This will be coming out middle of June. You got anything happening? You'll be in Montana at that point. I will. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I I think by middle of June I'll just be. I might be in Wyoming that weekend. Who knows? Sitting in a hot springs, playing yeah. shows. Yeah. Cool. Well, well, uh, maybe someday we'll be able to have you as a musical guest on Radio Eight Ball. I love that. Perhaps in Thank Austin. You for, for letting me participate. This was yeah. kind of moving. I'm, I'm glad it worked out for you. <laughs> Thanks, Chrissy. And good luck in, in oh, all of, of this. Maybe, you know, I'm an artist. I reside places. Who knows? I might check out this new space. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely send you, a, I'll send you a link to the website whenever it's up and running. Thanks for listening to Radio 8 Ball. We hope today's musical divination brings and brought the sync to you wherever you are. For more info about our show, visit Radio8Ball.com, where you'll find the Radio 8 blog, our Patreon campaign, and where you can download our Radio 8 Ball app that allows you to engage the pop oracle directly in the form of every song ever performed in the history of Radio 8 Ball. If you enjoy the show, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. And if you give us good reviews and ratings, that really helps get the word out. Until next time, I'm your host, Andras Jones, wishing you lots of spine-tingling synchronicities, connections with the natural world, and all the inspiration you can handle. It's the Radio 8 Ball Show. There's a wind Above the garage It sits high out on the north field I moved out here When the house felt too big And the birch tree was sick with disease I got on the tarmac In the middle of winter It never did snow much that year I'm in it for a while When I said goodbye Springtime's my favorite round here Don't let me
took what I made and strewn it all over the room. There are pieces of everyone, golden lit smiles, blind faith that has padded the blue. I need no forgiveness. 